Hi, you guys. We are Kate and Cal, just two mamas on a mission to help women get in a daily routine with God's Word. We have seen the power of transparency when we share bits and pieces of our own walks with the Lord and hope that you see Jesus in these unfiltered everyday conversations. We hope you dive headfirst into this community and ask God to move in your life through a daily pursuit of His wisdom and grace. So take a walk, grab a coffee, and put in those headphones as we encourage you in light of the gospel. Can't wait to do this with you. Okay, so we're going to dive right in because we actually have, um, we do a Zoom call with all of our Kate and Cal members like every other Tuesday. So we have that in just a few minutes, but wanted to come on here and pour into you guys with a little bit of encouragement first about a topic that has been near and dear to our heart in a lot of different aspects of our lives, but especially when it comes to reading our Bibles. So we want to talk about dropping the all or nothing mindset when it comes to actually having a quiet time, a time set for the Lord each day, a time for you to get into scripture and kind of dwell on some of his truths. So that's what we're going to dive into today. Yes. So I feel like when it comes to our quiet time, we all kind of have our ideal, ideal. If you have any type of routine, even if it's not consistent, you have like an ideal of what quiet, quiet time should look like. My guess is it has something to do with a hot cup of coffee and a quiet house, a cozy corner, maybe your favorite chair with a blanket. That's definitely mine. Like have my journal, have my pen, have time, have quiet, not listening for, you know, a fussy baby or kiddo. That is definitely like probably most of our ideal quiet time situation um, of what is feasible, potentially feasible during a regular week. Um and there is, first of all, here's when we say there is absolutely nothing wrong with wanting that quiet time and that like one-on-one time with the Lord and no distractions. Like there's nothing wrong with wanting that and pursuing that. And we actually would encourage you to pursue that when and if that is possible. Um, but life happens and it's not going to be feasible every single day in most seasons. In some seasons, maybe, but in most seasons, it's not going to be feasible every single day. And so we more so want to speak to those days or those seasons of days where it's not happening the way you want it to happen and how to still pursue time with the Lord. Yeah. And I've been in plenty of cases like in my life where I have this mindset of like, I just push it back and I push it off and I push it off and I push it off because I'm craving that ideal scenario to where then I end up just not even doing it. And then two days go by and it's been a crazy two days and then I haven't done it still. And so what we learned to do is really drop that all or nothing mindset and think of what are some other ways that we can still prioritize our relationship with Jesus through all different seasons. Um, And that's what we're talking about today. And as a side note, Callie kind of mentioned this. We do think that 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 ideal quiet time takes sacrifice sometimes. Sometimes it takes waking up earlier. Um, And we definitely think that that is something we should prioritize a lot of the time. Um, But we also have both lived through seasons where babies aren't sleeping and things are happening. And so it's okay. It's okay if that's not the case. Um, So what are some not ideal situations Um, first of all, sometimes it can look like 
an app on your phone, the Bible app, the Version Bible app, we talk about a lot. It's a resource that we love to use. Even when I'm sitting with my Bible, a lot of the times I like to open that up and have it read to me as I'm looking at my physical Bible. It can do that. Um, so putting it in your AirPods while you're drive or while you're doing dishes or something, putting it um, on your Bluetooth in your car while you're driving to work, um, doing it while the kids are playing or while they're awake and running around the house and, and doing their thing, having your Bible open or having it play out loud for them to hear too. I know a lot of the women in our group have said they love doing that because then their kids get to soak in God's word too, even though they may not understand it quite yet. Um, that can be some really sweet time for them as well. What are some other ways you thinking of? Yeah, I'd, my go-tos would definitely be um, throwing on a cocoa melon, which I know there are some different reviews on screen time. We have embraced it in this last season in our house because that's just something that we have done. And so um, throwing on like a cocoa melon or a blippy and, you know, Carson, honestly, he normally still will be like, can I get my Bible? And he'll still sit next to me and read while I'm reading. So it's, it's, it's something that like I can have a distraction for him so I don't feel like I'm ignoring him when I'm reading my Bible, but I he also will often like be like I'm going to go get my Bible and he'll sit down next to me. And I think that we picture that is not ideal, especially when we're putting on screen time and we feel guilty for that. Um but so often I'm like, this is how he's going to see that it's normal to read your Bible every day. If I'm always doing my quiet time at 530 in the morning when he's asleep, he's not going to see that mommy reads her Bible every day. And so I think that reading it in the middle of your day with your kids right around you, it seems not ideal for us because it's like we can't focus. We're not present in, in the, our quiet time or we're not fully present. It feels like we're not fully present with our kids but it's not a bad thing and it's not a negative thing. And so it feels not ideal, but it's also can be such a good thing for your kids to see that. Um, so that's, that's my typical in this season right now is I have been reading it in the morning still to try and start my day in God's word. Um, but it's like, while he's like eating breakfast or watching a show or playing with his toys or something like that. And I'm, you know, just kind of sitting and reading my Bible. And sometimes I read it with him and sometimes I just do my own thing and he does his own thing. Um, that's been my go-to in this season while our youngest has not been sleeping well. Um, another, like a season um, when we were in the thick of like foster care and super crazy busy schedule all of the time. Um, I often would read it like in the car after drop-off. Um, I would just sit and read off of the app on my phone Um and that felt not ideal to me because it felt rushed or um, like I didn't quite have my thoughts processed or whatever. Like I didn't feel all there or like all in it, but it still was something. It was better than nothing. Um, yeah. Yeah. And similar for me, I think when I transitioned into motherhood, it pretty much like rocked my world in all areas, <laughs> but one of the areas was my quiet time because I feel like when I was pregnant, I still was having that ideal quiet time a lot of the time. And I was waking up at a similar time each day after like a decent night of rest. And then all of a sudden I'm nursing constantly and waking up a billion times a night. And so my not ideal in that season of life was when I was nursing a lot of the time 
especially because I was really struggling with postpartum anxiety and depression. I needed to be like in the word constantly over and over and over again throughout my day. And so when I was nursing, I would pull out my app and I would go through the Bible. I would maybe even look up some of the free devotionals that they have. Um, and so that was really good for my heart. But I think essentially Callie and I obviously both, if you've been around, you know, we both come from like a health and fitness coaching background. And so we always said this in regards to working out, but I think it really ties in here or any habit that you're making. And it's just, you need to be committed to committed to the habit that you're creating, but you can be flexible in your approach. And I think that's the point that we really want to get across here. Um, Callie talked about this yesterday, so I'm going to let her expand on this, but something that used to stop me a lot or can feel super discouraging sometimes is when you walk away from reading the Bible, feeling like you didn't understand anything that you read or that you didn't have like some sort of big like revelation or feel good moment or piece of scripture that you could really resonate with. So yeah, that happened to me literally yesterday. I was reading and I was like, I mentioned our, our youngest is not sleeping well and I'm just, I'm tired. And I'm, I was just like reading and reading and I kept rereading and I felt like nothing I read was like going into my brain at all. I read our commentary. I tried different versions. Like I tried all my tricks and I still was like, okay, God, I, I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> I just like was not processing anything. I, and so, um, I think that that can feel really frustrating to us when we're like, something's wrong. I'm doing something wrong here. Or like, I didn't like put enough effort in, or I didn't put enough time in, or I picked the wrong time or whatever. We tend to, if you're anything like me in personality, I tend to blame myself before anybody else. And so I will stress over that. And, um, I just, it kept coming to mind, like my word will not return void. And that was just what kept coming to my mind. And, um, I'm going to read the verse out now. It says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my, your ways, my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Um, and that just was so comforting to me of like, first of all, sometimes we're not going to get it or we're not going to understand what's going on because like, we do not have God's brain, not even a little bit of it. (laughs) And so first of all, like, we're just not going to get everything and that's okay. And second of all, it's not going to return void. Me spending that time in the word, even though it felt pointless, that's a pretty harsh word, but it felt like it in that moment, like I'm not getting anything from this it's not going to return void. And I think about that all the time when I have these scriptures come to mind that I'm like, where did that come from? And it's like, that is from spending time consistently in the word, even if it's not perfect. Um, and yeah, I think it's just really important. And we were talking about not ideal times and one other time that came to me. Um, and maybe this resonates with you. If this is something you are walking through or have walked through, but any, like I've been through a couple of really hard seasons of grief in my life and Um, both of those times 
it was really hard for me to open my Bible. And so that might be something that you're experiencing or have experienced. And I remember one day after my mom had died, just like sitting on my bed and opening my Bible and I didn't even read it. I literally just sat in front of it and just like had a candid conversation with the Lord and was like, I don't even want to be here right now. I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to read this. And I don't even think I read it. I just sat there with it open. And I just want to encourage you that like, God can handle your emotions. He's a really big God and he can handle that. And um, it is so important for you to feel like you can go to him with those emotions and those frustrations and be candid and have those conversations in your prayer time. And just to not be discouraged if you're feeling that way. And that doesn't mean don't ever try or don't ever open your Bible and sit in front of it, but know that like those are seasons and God will still work through those as well. Um, So I got a little off track with that, but I just think it's okay if we don't have this like giant revelation in our reading, I think that that's going to happen. And, um, the Lord will still work through that. Um, so real quick, cause we are definitely late to our meeting girls. If you are waiting for us, we're coming, <laughs> um, uh, some tips to help create a habit. And, um, for me, one thing that I came up with, and then I'll let Kate take the rest. Cause she had put some really good ones out there, but, Um, when I started work exercising consistently, that was like four years ago, I started exercising consistently in a consistent habit. And, um, one day I had this really big conviction of like, if I can make the time to get up and get my workouts done at five 30 in the morning, then I can get up at 5am and I can read my Bible first or whatever time of day you're doing it, whatever it looks like. And so since then I've been very convicted of like, I need to, read my Bible before I'm working out, because if I can make the time for that, I can make the time for reading my Bible. And I was thinking of some other things, like if, if working out wouldn't be the one that would like motivate you. Um, for me, I'm like, I got to get my workout done. And then I'm always convicted, like, nope, you need to sit and have your quiet time first. And that's always super convicting for me on the days I haven't worked out or haven't read my Bible yet. But if you like to watch a show at night, like it's not that you can't watch that show, but before you turn it on, sit and read your Bible for 10 or 15 minutes. Or if you like to like read a book at night before you read your chapter in your book or whatever it is, like sit and read. It's not that you can't read that book, but sit and read the, like the word of God first. Um, and so if that, that will help you make that habit is finding that like one thing you really like to do that is like your sanity saver or your relaxation time and just kind of making it a priority of like, if I can do that, I can do this. And that will help you build that habit. I think scrolling social media would be a really big one for most people as well. Like before you, your Instagram apps or whatever that, whatever that, that you love um, in the morning or in, or at night, same thing. But um, I think we could do probably a whole nother live on talking about like creating the habit. So I'm going to yeah. kind of wrap us up here and just want to leave you with we would encourage you to just kind of drop all your expectations for what a quiet time needs or should look like. Like Even your ideal one, like we can't put that sacred time in a box and what that should look like. Our God is so much bigger than that. We need to be allowing the Holy Spirit to move through those times. And so a routine is great. It really helps me in a lot of ways, but it Again, it doesn't have to be that way, and we just kind of need to drop those expectations. So we hope helpful in some way. We are going to head out, 
and get to our other call. But thanks for being on tonight and we'll see you next Tuesday. Thanks for hanging out with us on today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, we would love it if you would leave us a review wherever it is you are listening from. If you want to join our everyday community that goes through the Bible, reading plans together each month, check out how to get plugged in at our website, kateandcalco.com. Our community is made up of incredible women committed to ditching the excuses and holding each other accountable to getting into God's word daily, even when that looks imperfect. We hope to see you in there.